It is the final Mando Monday of 2020, and we'll be talking Black Series helmets, among other things, with our buddy Pete Fletzer. Josh, you may fire when ready. Used to be what better up, when we, it used to be better when we got to dance in to our intro. When we could I feed off each other's energy. I want that back. I want that back. I want that it'd back. Nice, it'd be nice to be in the same room again. Oh Welcome to the Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Andy. This is my buddy, Josh, right over here. Hi, Andy. Another side. I man. went the wrong damn direction. <laughs> Okay, oh wait, can we high five? Can we yeah, high five? one, two, three. Yes. Yeah, that was a terrible, terrible. Um, <laughs> like a couple of white guys, we just high fived across <laughs> across the Corona sphere. Welcome to the Hall of Chronicles. Oh my gosh, I, I can't even talk. Uh, we got we have so much to talk about. We have a guest host, Andy. Who do we have? Should we bring him in right away? We have uh, Beyond the Blast Doors Network. By the way, you can find us at beyondtheblastdoors.com, where you'll find things like an article like we put out today, hashtag show me your collection from our buddy J.D. Sleesman, uh, who is in the chat right now. So J.D. Sleesman. Go check out that uh, article and photo gallery of all of J.D.'s uh, Black Series wonderfulness, among other things. Uh, it's it's very cool. That, and that's at beyondtheblastdoors.com. You can find us on Twitter, at Holochronicles. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook as well under the same handle. Josh. I don't care um, where you find us. Just hit like and subscribe and share and join us in the chat and have some fun tonight. The chat has been blowing up before we even got on, so I'm pretty I know. excited to get there. It's pretty but awesome. Before we get there, what do we have to do, Andy? We have to bring in our, our guest. Our Mr. Guest Pete Fletcher. Mr. Pete Fletcher. He needs no introduction. Boom, there he is. Woo! Thank you. Welcome, Pete. I'm feeling the love, guys. How you doing? How's it going? Cheers. Cheers with beers. Andy's got his uh, Snapple. Uh, Game yep. of Thrones Snapple. I've got legitimate beer, and uh, Pete, I imagine you have straight neat whiskey. I, I have illegitimate beer. Let's <laughs> go, boys! It's going great. It's so good to have you on our on the final Mando Monday. I, I feel like we've been together for for days already, Pete, and 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 that's all of us. Uh, but we knew we wanted to have you on uh, one of these Mando Mondays, and so here you are. You get to help close us out. Um, it's been an up and down uh, experience with the Mando Mondays for the last yeah. eight weeks now. Uh, this is yeah. week number eight, right? Uh, so it's actually number nine because they number did nine. Work, they front loaded a Mando Monday before the first episode of season two, and then we just had episode eight, and they're throwing one in at the end of it. So they bookended Mando Mondays with the season, which was a probably a wise thing to do. Do you think they'll do this again next year? 
I, I was just going to ask you guys, like, uh, you know, we all have we have marketing minds, we've got collectors minds, we got that sort of mindset. But do you think they're going to do them again? I don't. I don't know if they've been as as successful well, as they might have wanted them to be. What do you guys think? I think that's what we need to explore tonight, and I think that's a good question, Pete, for us to kind of to kind of dive down a little bit later, and 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 maybe even a closing question of like, how did the Mando yeah. Mondays go off? I mean, it, it was obviously a risk or a. a an undertaking a parlay from from kind of like let's just uh you know throw out a bunch of stuff to kind of some regimented dish it out on a on a on a you know kind of a restricted basis as far as what we got each week and i i think we should talk about how we feel about that i won't go into it right now but before we go into anything i think we need to shout out some of the people in the chat we've got some of our very favorite people there we've got sam carey gillinorian saber uh mark shabby geek is here man that guy never sleeps the geek never sleeps uh (laughs) jd sleesman's in the house um alex klump uh matt uh from michael is here Woo, Michael's here. You help me out. Melvin Sinclair Bean. Gilster. Framey. Framey. Yeah, Framey. Uh just just a, a galactic curator. I mean, we're we're Melvin actually getting Sinclair high, Bean. high quality names Woo. are coming through. We've got KB, 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 KB one six three zero zero five in here. Uh, I don't know if I had enough KBs. He's right there. Yay! Subscribe for Scotty! That's what we're subscribing for. Look at that. That guy. I wasn't just making that name up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Uh, it's it's probably short for like KB Toys. It probably is. Uh, But here we are. We've got a bunch of people playing along with us and and we love that. And we will bring up your comments as often as uh, we don't want to hear ourselves talk. So there you go. Right? Which uh, we'll never bring your comments up. You make a good comment. You make a good point. We'll throw it up there. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So are we, are we going to dive right in this time, boys? We get another, Andy, you're in, you're in charge here. What what are we doing? I think, I think we go right in because uh, I I do feel like Mando Mondays, this Mando Monday kind of ended on a little upswing, a little, a little little upswing. Uh, Like you said, it's been, it started out great and then kind of was hit and miss from our perspective. Just from um, our perspective, and look, that's that's just and and again from our perspective, we're only giving you our kind of our top three from this Mando Monday. And uh, Andy, are we going to talk maybe about what our kind of our top Mando Monday toys were since ooh. we're here at the finale? I mean, Pete, I think you can get thinking. I, I think yeah. if uh, I think if we pull like one thing, that would be that would be You're, great. That's acceptable. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank God. Definitely. Thank God. So, Josh, let's ooh. hit the Mando Monday recap here. Let's do this. <laughs> Mando Monday Mania. Right. Uh, we are diving right into Mando that Monday finger, Mania. Way, is the reason I agreed to come on the show this week. What's just, that? <laughs> that? That finger is the reason I'm here. I just, I love that. I love that. It reminds me, you know, uh, Mando Monday, Monday Mania. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday. Well, I'm glad that you caught the reference, Pete. <laughs> uh, you know, let's let's just dive right in out of the gate. Like I said, we've only got three. We've only got three. I mean, there were more than three. There were a lot of shirts. There were a lot of buttons. There were a lot of, uh, you know, paraphernalia for uh, the Mandalorian. And as well, there should be, um, Andy, something we might need to talk about, Pete. Uh, like, like, are we going to get, like, even though this is the official last Mando Monday, the last, the finale of the Mandalorian may have provided us with another 
collectible avenue <laughs> that's going to put us into a, an amazing spot. Um, I don't have all the images for that, but we can definitely talk about it. Before we do, let's just dive into what Mando Monday gave us today. What is this? The 21st of December. We're rolling right up on Christmas. Holy it's a perfect God. time to pre-order and put a little pre-order receipt under the tree for that yes. loved one. Uh, an IOU. An IOU. Merry Christmas like this will show up in <laughs> August. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing says that. No, people love it when you tell them that their present's eight months out. Um, but yeah, so uh, the first one, here it goes. Blammo. Oh, I mean... Uh, okay, oh. so we all saw we all saw the the Hasbro like toy version. As a matter of fact, it's cramming a few shelves depending on what store you go to. There's mm-hmm. it's not it wasn't a popular seller so far. Nothing that nothing that people have to hunt around for if they want to find that toy dark saber. But this is a different animal. This is a this is a force effects. It's so this this, this um black it, it series. Comes- I mean, here it is. Yeah, and it, and it's going to come with a a hilt um, display that uh, with and without the saber attached, you can you can remove it if you like. Um, and these are these are definitely more of a higher quality. Um, you're not gonna you're not gonna find these like right now at Target. You can find the more kid friendly version, like you were talking about. But these are a little more highly produced in that uh more attention to detail there's some weight to them you know josh you and i have uh had effects sabers before and they're and they're weighty yeah you still do um they're weighty they're uh they're well made they have a a nice hum to them when you crack them on turn them on and uh this and the price is right andy right the price is right what's the price on one of these bad boys oh these are usually around 200 bucks yeah 150 to 200 Depending yeah, on where you buy them. And, you know, and even I've even seen them up around 250. I want to say the Ahsoka Saber might have been a, a little higher than your average effects Saber. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, but these are these are well made. These are great. These go just as nicely in your hand as they do hanging on a wall or on a shelf. So um, I, I know that th- if no, you're into ahead. if you're into cosplaying a little bit. These are a great place to go. Well, especially from a hilt perspective, you wouldn't mind yep. hanging one of these off your belt. Pete, what do you think of these guys? Here? Yeah, I, you know, the, this one and uh, the Emperor Palpatine one both have the removable blade and the stand that comes with it. And I, I have on my wall here, I have a, a Vader uh, Force Effects, an older one, and uh, a Kylo Ren. And I, I might have to add this. I, I think I just there's just something really neat about the way it looks that detail when you see that hill there that's on that particular picture and the way it it looks like especially because sort of the backstory or at least the way Gideon used it it was it's it's to display it is to display power so it's got kind of a little bit more sort of oomph as a as a collector so I'm really interested in getting it more so than than the Palpatine saber for example uh even though the Palpatine saber looked really cool um Mm -hmm. But this this one looks this one looks like you could actually hurt somebody with it if you're not careful. <laughs> so I don't well, think I I don't disagree, Pete. I mean, this for me, look, I've got several of these sabers, maybe five, I think, is what I've got. So, mm-hmm. um, and and here's my only holdup as a collector is that they are they do take up room, um, mm-hmm. at least when they're affixed to the saber. You've really got to commit to it. You got to hang them on your wall. You got to hang them, and they give you some options, like even the hilt holders, which will perfectly balance a a full saber ignited saber we'll say um 
you kind of have to commit to like, where can I hang this up? Yeah. And, yep. and so I, I think there's a, a good setting in a lot of people's collections where you can take a wall and, and stretch some sabers across them. This one, however, because of how unique this hilt is really cool. This is a yeah, very yeah. cool hilt. Well, and a, the what's really cool about it, and I'm glad you brought it up, Josh, is that the um, the animated version of it is very uh, prism liked, right? It's very uh, it's a lo- it's a little simpler than what we see here, and this looks this looks like a great version of an animated item, um, okay. or the ver- animated version of this item, I would say. And I, and I can't help but think, oh, also, by the way, JD, who we featured in our collection, he has part of it, one wall with a bunch of sabers hanging from it, like you were just yeah. talking about. Another reason to go check it out on beyondtheblastors.com. Um, but this, uh, I feel like a lot of the allure to this is that it is unique in legend, right? It's right. the only black saber. It's the... Um, it's Only kind of blade, the, the blade yeah. looking saber. It looks it, like and, a blade and it, and it, um, there's an air to it that the, whoever possesses this has power, like you said. Right. And, and because of that, um, you know, there's, there's always going to be a want or need or desire to have it. And now we can't. Right. So, uh, so that's what I think, I think kind of pulls at us a little bit too. If you're tempted to get this, um, it's because like, Hey, if I have this, I can rule Mandalore, you know, I'm not, not like really, but, but you know what but, I mean? Like there's, there's some that, legend behind it. Yeah. You were just saying too, um, Josh, about needing so much space to be able to yeah. display these things. And that's, that was what I was interested in with the, the Palpatine saber, um, because it, the, the blade does come off and it does come with a nice stand. And so that's the nice thing about the dark saber is like, you know, I can, I can put it right up there on the wall and I can just, I don't need to have the blade on. Of course, in this case, the dark saber just looks so much cooler with the blade, but it's a cool mm-hmm. looking help. It's a, let's, let's look at the, and I, Pete totally agree. That's, that's exactly it. But, and I think this kind of goes into that. Uh, Galactic Curator has a great comment and it's one that I've struggled with, with the black series uh, uh, force effects sabers in general. And, and well, part of it, you know, and he said, one thing I wish they would do with the Black Series Savers, let you ignite them remotely from your phone. And I'll just take that another step. I wish that you had a little more control over them. Yeah. One thing, put a power source on it, meaning uh, something you can plug into the wall that will maintain the saber being on, you know, without having to have batteries. We know that batteries, if left dormant in any toy, will ruin them eventually, um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if things go wrong. And then second, that has to go right along with it. Let it control whether or not you want force noises or, or yeah. saber noises yeah. to go with it. The only reason these things aren't on my wall and I'd pay for the batteries glowing all the damn time is because they go, <laughs> I mean, they sit there, they, sit they, there hum. they grumble the whole time. Well, and, and it's, and it's such a, it's such a beautiful display when ignited and such not so beautiful a display when just sitting there with those white opaque, you know, uh, sabers, it's not, it's not attractive. So I'm more attracted to the fact that you can remove the saber, but right. I think, uh, like we had there, you know, on the screen, there needs to be some, in, don't improve, you know, continue to improve on how great these things look, which they look, they do look awesome for the price point awesome. between 150 and 200 bucks. You're getting a very cool saber. If you're going to get a authentic looking hilt, you're going to pay more than that. Um, so, so why not just give us a couple simple 
very simple options, which are plug in power and turn off the sound. And yeah. then you can have the, this display that when you walk into the room, your, your, your room of, of toys, your room of collectibles, you've got a very cool display up there that, that is, you know, worth keeping on all the time. So that's, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. I mean, you can see <laughs> the sabers on the wall behind me and I, I wanted to keep them turned on when I'm, you know, sitting in front of a camera here, <laughs> they look, look better, but Jesus, <laughs> they are so loud. They'll just, they'll, I, you know, I don't care how good your microphone is. It's not going to cut that noise out. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. All right. So did either of you pre-order this today? You know, I didn't, I did not, I did not. Um, but there's that still doesn't, time. That does, I know there is. And and on one of these items, when the price points where it's at, you're going to, you're going to, you don't have to pre-order as quickly sometimes, but we'll see. I don't know that I want it, but I do know that it's very cool. It's one of those things I might enjoy in somebody else's collection. All right. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> should we, uh, should we What's move next? on? Yep. What's next? Uh, I've got, I've got a goofy one here. Not a goofy one. What am I talking about? I've got a good one here that, <laughs> but, but it's kind of... You know, again, it might be being overshadowed by another one of its like, and but I'll throw it up and let's see how we feel. For there it is, Captain yeah. Cardinal. He gets yep. his own helmet. So, how do we feel about this? I, I we've already been I, on record of saying we really like the Black Series helmets in yep. general. Yeah, but this is a paint job on a helmet you may already own. Andy, tell me your thoughts. Um. I okay. Here's my here's my honest thought. I I don't really like the first order helmets that much, and sure. the fact that it's red doesn't change anything for me. Okay. okay. Yep. I, I, I'm with you. I mean, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of the Black Series helmets, and this one, I have very little interest in this one at all. I would like to see a, a white version, a traditional clone trooper or a stormtrooper. Don't we have that? Didn't Black Series give us one of those? Not yet. No. Not oh, an okay. uh, Elvos is that? What's that other company? The um, yeah, you said is that, did I say it right? Um, they have one, um, but it's you know as you know it's like three times as much as a Black Series would be. So I would get this if it was Black Series and white. I have no interest in Captain Cardinal. I have no interest in a red version of this. This is one of the very few uh, Black Series helmets that I, I will pass on. Of course, you know. Without a doubt, probably in about eight months, you'll see it sitting on my display behind me. But well, at this moment, I have that. no I have no interest in pre-ordering it. Let me put it that way. I mean, so let's take this a step down the road from the collecting standpoint. So here, this this would be in, in different times, something you might find at any GameStop on, on their shelf whenever you walked yeah. in. We've seen these helmets. And by the way, all those helmets are gone for the most part because Star Wars, I think, uh, from a from a merchandise perspective has picked up a little bit of a momentum. So Star Wars seeing, isn't dead. No. Star Wars is not dead and, and yeah. their merchandise isn't either. There's still certain things that are not going to sell as well. So you saw mm -hmm. a few helmets. I remember seeing a few helmets when I went into GameStop's just one that happens to come to mind. It's not the place that people go to shop for collectibles. They go to shop there for video games, right? But they yeah. have a great, I mean, they have exclusives on Funkos and exclusives on different other different items so they definitely have an avenue for some some cool collectibles and that's even beyond the star wars uh universe when it comes to toys so but this one i i'm kind of with you but it almost made me think by listening to both of you of like why wouldn't i pick that up then 
Because <laughs> then I would have something you guys didn't. No, uh, because <laughs> then, uh, you know, you know, I don't appreciate the uh, duck face uh, stormtrooper look as much as I do the original. But I, I think yep. that if you were to say we're going to take this and create a new stormtrooper look, it, it was a good, they did a good job. It's a fine enough design. And yeah. Well, there's people in the chat that that love it. So, yeah. There's 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 a well, market we, for it. <laughs> JD says uh, it never was dead, just dead to pretend. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, it was dead to, to to people without mental conditions. I get it, um, but uh, uh, for the rest of us, we were always seeking, buying, and claiming things. Right? Um, all right, all right, Josh. I, I, let's get to the I, next. Yeah, one. Let's get out of that one. So anyway, but but again, this could be a good collector point. This could be one of those red herrings, so to speak, where you just. You go buy it now, or you actually you don't buy it now. You wait. You're going to find it on clearance, and it's going to be one of those helmets that somebody wishes they had in their collection because now they've got a complete collection of helmets, and they were not happy with the Cardinal when it came out. But but right. that well, being said, we yeah. we have a different helmet to talk about. And don't Completists, completists are a different breed. They are. The they truth. are. And, and they're not always the same every day. Sometimes they become completists one day and, and, and walk away the next. <laughs> next um, thing you know, you, you're looking for one or two Black Series numbers to fit your, <laughs> to fit your shelf. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, dude. All right, what's next? Our, what's next? Here it is. Here it is. Our next helmet. Our, ne our last uh, Black yeah! Series. Pre oh, how quickly we change. Pre-ordered. Just a couple eye slits in the different ah. places, and now you want this helmet. So here is the Black Series. Uh, they called this Elite. So is, is that a difference, or is that just kind of them really? I, I don't know if they've always called their helmets Elite, but this is a, a, an Elite Black Series Boba Fett. Looks like new paint job. Fresh. Fresh paint job. Well, kind of fresh. We still have some scoring so, on the red. I think parts. I think he painted it while he was in Slave One, and it was moving a little bit. Right, so right. He didn't quite get to all the edges, but you know the, gy the to... gyro. The gyro jumped at the wrong time when trying to keep him upright. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> I, I, I yeah, like to yeah. think it's, it's the uh, he put tape on it to get a nice clean right. line, but the paint wasn't oh, but dry. Yeah. No, but yeah. that's no, that's exactly what kind of tape job I'll do with some blue masking tape as I'll screw it all up. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, oh, yeah, the trim's completely covered. I'm fine. All right, babe, paint away and then peel it off. And like, gosh, darn it. And then, yeah. So um, we've seen all the great uh, uh, memes which show, you know, Slave One stopping by Sherwin Williams on his way to the next planet. Right. Um, so but here's the deal, Josh. I fully expect this to be. Just a, a remake, or just a slap of paint job on the old Boba Fett helmet that Black Series did, you know, a year ago, and um, or within this last year. And the insides are the same, the the uh, right. the, the scope the same, everything the same, just a little bit different paint scheme. Um, and I am fine with it. I am totally fine with it because this version of the helmet, the Tamura Morrison version of this helmet, kicks ass. And I, that's what I think of when I see it. So, and so you're yeah. going to own this helmet because that's kind of the collector yes. question I wanted to ask. Yes. I mean, we've got a Boba Fett. I know Pete has a Boba Fett helmet. You've got mm -hmm. multiple styles. You got an EFX, or is it an EFX? Yep, an EFX yep. Boba helmet. EFX and signed a, with all the signatures of every Boba that ever lived, except for the ones that played. Except in for the Tamira and, and his Cobb. stunt double. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, 
Right, right, right. Shut it. Shut it. I know. I know. Sorry to make that list longer. Um, but that. But you're saying you would own this helmet. I'm going to own this helmet, Pete. How about you? Yeah, you know, my first, my very first thought was, well, I've got the prototype Boba. I've got right. The, the other Boba, I've got a Mandalorian helmet on pre-order. Do I really need it? And then it was like, yeah, yeah, I definitely will. I'm going to be getting it. I'll be getting it. And because you know why? This is one of those collectibles that, um, and it's it hasn't happened, honestly, in a long time. But it's the feeling that uh, uh, was evoked when I saw it for the first time, when mm-hmm. he walks down and he's fresh painted. And I was like, mm-hmm. Boba's back and he's better than ever and I, so i just want that and I, I i actually like the fact that it's it's not like super clean but it's cleaner and it's different enough it's one of those things that i know that when my wife sees it on the wall she's gonna be like but uh you already, don't you already have one of those <laughs> no i don't madam no, no i do not Maybe allow I... me to show you the differences <laughs> through voice acting for yes. shame uh, yes uh, right. no we, we we've got you there pete for sure i i and, Might and be by the, the last way, voice you hear. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be talking through a window in a back to tank. Um, yeah. But I, I do. There's a little it's very hard to read. I can read it because my screen's a little bigger, but it says digitally rendered rendered image product may vary. I think that some of the um, distress we see in the red will go away. I, I didn't feel that when I that's my only complaint. Mm. It's like, yeah. look, I already have a distressed Boba helmet, right? I, I want this to be that clean. I, I don't even like the mud or the dirt that's coming down off the the, the fingers, know, green, the gloves, smudges. No, I don't. No, I want I want that fresh Sherwin Williams painted helmet mm-hmm. that Boba presented in whatever episode that was. Uh, what chapter can we call that? 13? 14. 13, 14. 13, All right. 14. Yeah. So I I that's what I kind of want. So I'm kind of hoping that this is somebody's interpretation of what somebody told them to do based on the, on the, the series is like yeah. make a Boba helmet. And they're like, well, Boba helmets are always distressed. And it's like, no, we just got a <laughs> repainted version. So, well, uh, you know, you guys know that Boba Fett is my love language. So I would take this version. I would take the Cobb Vanth version. I, I know I give me, give me all the Mandalorian helmets. I want a Bo-Katan helmet. As soon as they okay. crank that sucker out, I'm, Yep. ordering that one um i haven't ordered a mandalorian helmet because i know josh did and i'm gonna enjoy it in his collection so um that's interesting huh it, it, i've i'm interested i find it interesting for myself too well we have actually a couple options there we're gonna we're gonna go through that later on um uh, we we did a, a preview of the <laughs> of the mandalorian black series helmet and uh, there were a lot of takers on that. There's a lot yeah. of people going for that. Um, a lot of opinions to pre-order. A lot of opinions too. So, I um, yeah, and 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 we're gonna take look. We we had some people correspond with us based on the quality of an EFX versus that because later on the next week we talked about that. So, will there be an EFX? Uh, what do we call them? Old boba, new boba, uh, old uh, old new old new boba. Helmet? Book, of, Book of Boba. Book of Boba. Book there of you Boba. go. That, that, that just, uh, I can't even go down that track. Yes. Yeah. All right. I know. I know. I know. All right. All right. So what, before we what, move on, we got one. We okay. have one more. But before we move on, uh, we do want to uh, again recognize all, all of you in the chat. Um, 
uh, just joining. Thank you so much. We're trying to throw them up as we get there. Uh, you guys have your own uh, little show that happens in the chat, which I love watching. <laughs> um, but thank you so much. Make sure you follow us at uh, Hall of Chronicles on Twitter and uh, and Beyond the Blast Wars on YouTube. If you want to see our videos, like and subscribe. Like, just hit like right now, or subscribe, or share, or something. You never know if you're if you're great aunt. Uh, uh, Vivian will uh, jump on and and uh, watch a Call of Chronicles <laughs> show and give us a give us a like or two. She knows her stuff. Don't worry. And about Josh it. and Josh, if if they want to support us in another way, oh well, well, if you're not a fatty, <laughs> wait, or if you are a fatty, you know how much a cheeseburger. And I'm speaking. I'm a I'm a I'm a resident fatty. Um, if you're if if for the price of a cheeseburger. You can hop on to Patreon per month, five bucks, just five dollars, and support the cause. It keeps uh, shows like Around the Galaxy. That's Pete. Oh, it's dang, a great show, way. Pete. By the way. That's a great show, by the way. Around <laughs> the Galaxy with Pete. Uh, we've got the Bombad Cast. We've got um, Beyond the Blast Wars Live, which every week it's your live show to get all the latest stuff on Star Wars. And then of News. course the Holo Chronicles. We've got articles going up. We've got Shannon, who does all kinds of amazing things. You never know when you're going hit, to get hit by an awesome documentary from a point of view you never you never really thought of from, which I love about those. So uh, anyway, who'd I miss? Uh, I just uh, muted Arzu's articles. I talked. Okay. <laughs> This was leaked on Reddit. It's not on the actual website yet. Um, but uh, the, more pictures to come. More pictures to come here. And uh, for those uh, those that were a fan of the Bill Burr episode in Mandalorian, um, you know, with the helmet on, you, it can be anybody underneath. It could be it could be Mayfeld. It could be um, Din. It could be it could be just a trooper. So. Yeah. What's cool um, about it to me is, is somebody pointed out on Twitter that it's a very similar armor to what was worn by uh, Solo in yes. Solo with a different helmet, of course. And uh, that's pretty cool. And so uh, plus and, then you got the, the Rogue One helmet from the tank drivers. Yeah. And so. it's even it's even um, it's even reminiscent of the vintage um, ADAT commander uh, yep. armor. So they're pulling from rogue one and from and from vintage and you know empire strikes back uh kind of molds of of different armors there so they just yeah. they swapped the body armor with a helmet and mashed them together it's very cool very and very a very star wars thing to do a very classic star wars thing to do yeah yeah um you want to try and bring josh back in here i'm back do you hear me? Can oh. everyone hear me? Golly. Yes. Yeah. It was we weird. It was like a it was like a sunspot or something. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you guys could hear me the whole time, but I couldn't hear you the whole time. Yeah. My weird. Bad. Josh, what'd oh. you think about that um that new potential sneak peek to a hot toy there? Mr. I'm hot toy. Totally, I'm totally fine with it and a hundred percent fine with it because uh, I got super intrigued, like I was trying to say when I was doing like full cover for no reason, uh, since everyone <laughs> could hear you. Um uh uh, I'm very intrigued by this particular uh, trooper. I think it looks super cool. I love that it was donned by Din. Donned by Din. That's actually a uh, one of the hottest places down on on uh, 
Main Street where you can buy clothing. Dawn by <laughs> Din. Um, you sound like uh, you yeah. sound like the yeah. Saturday Night Live. Uh, Dawn by Stephane. Din. It's the greatest Stephane. place. Are you looking? Are you looking to shoot up troopers? Uh, no. Um, sorry. This place uh, has everything. This place has everything. Lasers, juggernauts, exploding trucks, um, and pirates. Yeah. And pirates galore. Uh, oh man, yeah. come on. Hey, uh, so Fra- anyway. Framie's got a good point here. It says hot toys will probably come with multiple heads with the uh with the character for options there. I love that idea. I hope they do. Well, I that's hope what you're hot in toys does. does. Oh, I mean, that's what I they want do. A black series, though. I want a black series instead of a hot toy. Okay. Hot toys are too expensive. Uh, you know what though? <laughs> I imagine I imagine that that we'll get we'll get um We'll get a black series of the fresh painted Boba. We'll get a black series of this trooper, whether it be Din or Mayfeld or or um, just a just a driver, you know, a, a, a juggernaut driver. But um, I'm sure I'm sure we'll get it down the road here. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I would uh, buy this hot toy. But I I would buy this hot toy if I had every hot toy that was on my list. But I, I'll say it again. I do like that Din was a part of this figure. Otherwise, I wouldn't be as interested. So um, this uh, I was trying to say it uh, while you guys were talking into nowhere. You guys were just mouthing <laughs> things, apparently. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I liked this part of the series. I liked Din showing off that he was a badass without mandalorian armor which i thought was an important take it and it still supported his uh covering of his face and and now we know that that was something he'll he'll change later if he wants so i think it's a cool toy the only issue i have is that if it's a hot toy that means i won't see it until 2022 you know right feels like or what's the release date it's probably mid of 21 but yeah all right Uh, okay okay when we get when we get more news we'll pass it along Appreciate it. So there we go. We've got our Mando Monday top three. Uh, I know there was more out there. If you're looking for T-shirts, sweatshirts, and pops, uh, no, not uh, pop sockets, not even pops, pop sockets. Uh, yeah. Make sure you go to StarWars.com and click on Mando Mondays. All right, Andy, <laughs> take us away, man. What's our next topic? Well, um, I want well, I want to ask you guys first because I, I have a little little story to share but have you guys gotten anything in the last week or recently that you want to share i've got three boxes upstairs <laughs> if, if pete has something i will pretend that you guys are mouthing again and just leave and then go get them but pete what do you got did you get anything I, fun I, I the only thing i've gotten is uh i got um i picked up an armorer uh, Black Series, finally. Uh, my buddy Anubis, who hangs out with us sometimes. I don't know if he's with us uh, tonight or not, but he's uh, he's sort of my local connection. And whenever he gets stuff in, he sort of puts me to the front of the line. I'm probably not supposed to tell people that. But uh, so I picked that up today. Um, but it's, you know, it's been a little bit kind of slow. It seems like everything I want is, uh, is, is, you know, not coming out until 2021. I'm just pre-ordering a whole bunch. Of, the good news is 2021 is going to be full of those wonderful surprise boxes that show up on your front porch. You're like, oh, that's right. I I ordered a Mandalorian helmet eight months ago, and here Pete, it is. does it does it feel like maybe like this time of year you shouldn't have boxes showing up at your front door that are just for you ordered by you? <laughs> that's what's <laughs> it's, this is true. This is true. Uh, but I do raise your hand. Before. Raise your hand if a box showed up at your front door and you just handed it to your wife you're like just wrap just wrap that up please wrap that up just well wrap, it is it, just wrap it up it, 
it's a great time of year to not get questioned, not to get the, let me guess, it's another pop. No, I, don't, <laughs> I haven't heard that since November. So <laughs> here goes Andy. He's given us Wampa View. Uh, which is always good. Wampa vision. Wampa view is Wampa vision is great. And look at those boxes down there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> those are those are going out. Those aren't coming in. So, yeah, there's We've the rug. Wampa vision. Love it, Pete. That was a good one. <laughs> oh man, a little peek so, yeah. the curtain there. Oh, uh, a little peek behind the rug. Well, recently I went down to Portland to. Uh, purchased something from a guy I met on eBay of all places. And, um, we, we arranged a little meetup, um, down at a, a vintage toy shop, um, that we were both familiar with, which was pretty close to his house. And, um, and, and he started off by saying, uh, you know, thank, thank you for driving all the way down there. It was about an hour drive for me. Uh, and, and he's, and he said, uh, I'm an artist and I appreciate you driving down here. And I wanted to give you this. And so this, uh, this is not something I was expecting to get. And I am thrilled that I got it. So he made this, he drew this That's so and, cool. uh, made me a copy of it. Um, trying to get it so you can't see with the light there. Um, and, I mean, he just had to have made this recently. Yeah. Um, he showed me the original on, on a canvas and then uh, he gave me a digital print of it. So uh, I want to give a shout out to Jorge, uh, my guy who I just met down in Portland this last week. And it's so cool. So I immediately put it in a frame and uh, I'm going to hang this up um, this week in my room. So thank you for that, Jorge. I appreciate it very much. Um, this was, and this, leads to something that we say here quite a bit as collectors. When somebody is selling something, you should always follow up with, do you have anything else? Hmm. Okay. Because um, I came away from this little meetup more excited about the, do you have anything else than what I was actually going to purchase him uh, from him in the first place. So a great collector tip, anytime you're out finding things in the wild, is to follow up with whatever the conversation is with, do you have anything else? Do you, do you have any other Star Wars stuff? Do you have anything else for sale? Um, because that's where you can kind of peel back some layers and get to some other things unexpected. All right. Yeah. And so, and so from this, from this initial meetup, I grabbed a couple things for Josh and I grabbed uh, something for me on top of what I was already going to get. And he, he gave me that digital print of that very good drawing that he, that he made. Um, and yeah, so I, I had a, I had a real world experience with that. When I went, I picked up, uh, I saw on Facebook uh, marketplace, somebody was selling like 35 um, Phantom Menace figures still in the box, still in, perfect condition like like they stole them from the back of the truck <laughs> they were in great shape, um for 95 bucks so of course i went i i met her there and i got him and just like you without without knowing the collector tip but i can vouch for it i i said yeah any, any chance to get anything else she's like well i got this darth maul and it was one of the the super figures it was the you know the about, Force yeah leash yeah yeah uh no it was the, the uh, yeah it was a 12 inch uh, he's in a cool pose. I have actually now in my son's room, he stole it from me, but she's like, I don't know. What, what's it worth? A, a 10 bucks. I was like, sure. I'll give you 10 bucks for it. And, ah. uh, 
got home, found it's like 60 bucks on, on eBay. But, um, but yeah, it was just that probably gave it to your son. All right. Yeah. 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 So it's a good deal. But, uh, like you said, Andy, you just got to ask because chances are, uh, whatever they put on marketplace is not the only thing they have sitting around the house. Nope. Yeah. So on, Josh, do you by chance happen to have the things that I grabbed for you? I Andy? don't. I don't. Okay. But all right, have... don't worry about it. We'll we'll talk about it some other time. But, yeah, yeah. But the thing, <laughs> so this was this was actually hilarious because he brought a few things, and I didn't buy everything from him, but um, but he did bring uh this item, and he said, now I have two of these, and this is the one that's in better shape, um. And, uh, and I thought, you know, maybe, maybe, and I'm, uh, he's getting, he's selling some things to reinvest in other areas. So he he wanted to, you know, get some cash. So he's selling a few things as a side note, he's a big original trilogy fan. Um, but he's only keeping his star Wars and empire strikes back toys because he thought Return of the Jedi was a little campy and, you know, wasn't a huge fan of the Ewoks. And so he's selling all of his Return of the Jedi stuff, which is I, I just I've never heard somebody say that. I'm, I'm only keeping my Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm going to sell my Return of the Jedi because I thought it was kind of a cheesy movie. Um, and I, I love that, by the way, because everybody's different. Just, their own. Exactly. And so um, so he showed me this and I was like, wow. This is great. Um, how much do you want for it? He throws a number out. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. And he's like, really? <laughs> and and I said, well, only if you want to sell it to me. And I was holding it in my hand, right? <laughs> and I, I was holding it, it in my me. hand. I was holding it in my hands. And I, and I told him I wanted to buy it. I told him I'd buy it. And then he was like, rip. Really? And he kind of stuttered because I don't think he thought I was going to buy it. Right. And, and I know, I know the price of these things. And it was, it was eBay high, maybe on the high side a little bit, but it's so cool. I want it. And he, he wasn't ready to let it go. And so I said, only if you want to sell it to me. And he's like, well, now I don't know. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, Hey, it's, it's okay, man. I understand this thing's really cool and they don't come up very often. So if you want to keep it, go ahead. And he's like, and I said, and if you change your mind later, just let me know and I'll come back down and I'll get it because I really like it. And it's going to, I'll tell you exactly where it's going to go on my shelf. It's going to go in between, you know, R2 and this Vader. And, and, uh, he's like, Oh, all man. right. All right. What is it? It was just the weirdest exchange. We went into the toy shop and I then, can't handle it. Like 10 minutes later, he was like, okay, I'll sell it. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. That's not cool of me as a seller to do that. And I was like, dude, I get it. You're attached to it. It's fine. So here's what it is. <laughs> you did the reverse car salesman on him. Yeah. I know. I know. Why don't you go home and think about it? Yeah. Just <laughs> let me know. Get, get back to me. Way. Yeah. And so this is, this is what I bought. Oh. That's so it's a clean, super That's clean. Amazing. It's an Empire Strikes Back vintage Darth Vader on the card. Perfect. Look at that card. Bubble. The card is perfect. The That's bubble amazing. is perfect, and it's got it's got this sticker on it for 
a free yes. secret Ooh. Star Wars action figure with four proofs of purchase. Now, that's unique because, you know, the Star Wars cards did have different stickers that could come on them. There was like a free forlom that you could send away for. Star Wars ones had a Boba Fett that you could send away for. Um, Admiral Akbar, Dengar, there was a... a, a a weapons kit, a Hoth weapons kit that you could get, but because of it, it has a different bottom to uh, th this sticker. Yeah. Gives you this bottom. So it's a little bit more unique, not a lot, but a little bit more unique than just your typical card back because of the sticker on it. But again, it's primo. This so you're thing gonna, is, you're going to cut off the uh, proof of purchase and send it in to get that. Yes. Along with right? four others that I've cut off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just cut it. No, we got to Let's get that mystery toy well the bummer thing is is that the proof of purchase is right behind the figure so i'd have mm. to cut i'd cut i have to cut behind the figure if, if i was well, actually now knowing now no one will not. believe you purchased it That's but it's a it's a it's a 21 back which is also important because that means it was the first of the empire strikes back line to be sold because the first 20 were star wars boba fett was 21 and so that has the very first, you know, like the 77, 78 figures on it. And this was the first of the Empire Strikes Back. So there's your little history lesson on it. Wow, it that's is. really cool. Well, now I feel like I have to go get mine. I got the wrong things. No, I'm just doing mine. I'll let you have the I'll let you have the vintage flex, you bastard. Well, <laughs> you can go get it on it. I mean, I got another story I can tell. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> but that's more that's more about um we finally sold our our uh our complete vintage. Yeah, we haven't told the story lot. here. We told it uh on Blue Harvest with the or Palaboys. Yeah, you did. Just, you and, did. And not and not even the full story, but uh just kind of shared that whole thing. If you guys remember this summer, uh Josh and I went in and we bought a complete loose figure set of vintage star wars figures yep. now there were like six that didn't have their accessories but there was 113 114 or 115 total figures uh josh kept one i kept one and then we sold the rest um and uh, it's you it's you and andy pete i'll be right back all right okay go now so so we we spent we paid up for it because it wasn't just the loose figure lot. It was also 43 card backs, like just like the this. backs or were they on? The no, they were all their figures on the card okay. mocks yeah. mint on card. And they were in great shape too. And Josh kept, I want to say Josh kept about 16 of his. Mm -hmm. We, so we split them. We bought, we bought them with the intent of selling the loose figures and just keeping the card backs, the carded okay. figures. And yeah. so we split, in fact, on the, uh, on the, uh, what was the, the, the benefit day, the, the all network oh, the, thing. Yeah. 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 The, the, the potathon. Yep. Potathon. Yes. Thank you. I couldn't remember that on the potathon. Oh, yeah. One of, one of our episodes, cause we did two that day. We talked about the hall and we drafted, right which card backs that we wanted to keep. And so from that, I kept about five of my 22, mm -hmm. 21. And Josh kept about 16 of his 22. And, um, and uh, 
the the hope was that we could sell the loose lot for what we paid for the entire thing and then just keep the cardbacks as a as a freebie as a throw-in and what ended up happening was again i met a guy through ebay he asked a question and he lives in spokane washington which is seven hours away from us it's about we're kind of in opposite corners of the state um but he said uh hey if if i drive over will you save me the shipping and I was like, if you drive over, I'll take $600 off. And right. so he's like, all right, I'll be over next weekend. And so he drove seven hours one way wow. to come buy these from me and Josh. Josh couldn't be there. He was out of town um, that evening. But his, his name's Todd. He's 50 years old. He was a delight of a man. And turns out he has a warehouse full of vintage toys, not just Star yeah. Wars, but everything that you could possibly imagine. And it was so cool talking to him. And he was like, Hey, do you watch the Mandalorian? I was like, (laughs) of course. And he's like, that is real star Wars right there, man. I love it. And he was, it was just so, so great to, to just talk with him for a half an hour in the target parking lot, right off the highway, (laughs) you know? And so (laughs) he was thrilled about what he was getting from us. We, Josh and I were thrilled that we, we got our money back for what we spent and, and then we got to keep some card backs too. So it was like a full 360, everybody wins, everybody was happy. Oh, it was so great. It was so great. It was a good turnaround. And Josh is back now. So my story can end. Did you Uh. make the point? Did you make the point that uh, of patience from, it was just patience a little bit of patience because we had some we had some yeah. issues. We struggled a little bit when we first got that lot, and we knew that what we were going to do was maybe you know take one or two of those pieces out, upgrade our pieces. But we didn't really do that. There were two; each of us got one. Mm. We have some pretty yeah. good pieces, and then we didn't want to degrade the integrity of the collection. So, but it just took patience. We had people say, "No, I don't know if that's what it's worth," but it's always worth the. And our price wasn't high. It it was. Right. It was spot on for this is what you'd pay if you piecemealed this all together. So anyway, so yeah, we mean, bought it. Right. We bought it in August. Mm-hmm. We, we bought it in August. We sold it in December. So it took it took a few months. But like Josh said, patience was the key. And it worked out, man. It was it was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find that most people try to, to lowball? I mean, still, I mean, is, is there still this mindset that, or have people started to realize that if, if you're selling Star Wars toys or vintage toys in general, um, there's a good chance that you know what you're talking about. Whereas, you know, a couple, 10, 15 years ago, you could get somebody who had no idea what this Yeah. This, this Boba Fett thing, the red thing keeps shooting out of the back of it. <laughs> I think it's broke. I'll give it to you for half price. <laughs> or, or do you find that, that most of the people you're dealing with are pretty, pretty educated? Well, and Josh, you can answer the question too, but yeah. if you're, if you sell something at what it, an appropriate price is, um, I've found that you're not going to get a lot of, you might get a little haggle, but you know, and if you are lowballed, you just keep it moving. You don't even respond to them. I mean, if it's ridiculous, what I've found is that more people, more often than not, people don't know what they're selling and they lowball themselves. Right. And, and, 
and this has bitten me in the butt a couple of times, you try to educate them a little bit about what they have and maybe say like, Hey, you know, I think you actually got a little captain more honesty. And, yeah. uh, and, and I, I've learned that you agree to the price first and then tell them <laughs> what they have. Right. And so, so then they don't take it away from you and, and then raise the price a thousand bucks, which has actually happened to me before. Um, <laughs> And then they then they raised it so high it was an incredibly off. But right. anyway, Josh, what, would, do you, what, do you, would, what have you found? My take my take on that is like you have eBay. eBay is a good gauge for the you know kind of the bound you know the 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 boundaries for what the price will be the low and the high and maybe right. you'll get a good deal on eBay. But remember, people on eBay are doing a couple things. They're trying to either cover shipping. If they're selling, if you're getting free shipping, you probably have a ten to twenty dollar premium in the price because mm -hmm. they're just going to pay for their shipping with the price. If so it's a buy some, it now. If it's a buy it now. And so you have yeah. some convenience with eBay. You have some protection from eBay because you've got whatever uh, avenues you have to contest a purchase where they didn't describe what you bought, et cetera. So, but it also, eBay is so much harder to kind of find that like, wow, that's a good deal. It's hard because of the tools eBay, eBay provides. If you didn't know, you can go on, you can search, you can filter right. and say, I want to see sold only items of this and it'll just come up and you can get a real quick average. All right. The average selling price of this particular figure is $75 done. You had one sell for a hundred, you had one sell for 50, but really the mean average is 75 bucks. So then you can safely go on and say, Hey, I'll offer this for 85 bucks plus free shipping, $10 shipping built in someone. If you do an offer now, blah, blah, blah with offer up with the local stuff, they know that by buying from you locally, by making the drive, which in Andy's case could be seven hours. Okay, <laughs> of a drive. I, that's so amazing. Isn't I, that I amazing? That. That's like halfway wow. across the country, practically. But anyway, but here, well, here's okay. here's why you did it, though, Josh, because the fees that the okay, the tax he would have had to pay on top of the purchase and the fees and the fees we would have had to pay. Right. Right. You know, a ten percent. No, no, no. What are you talking about? 30% if you include shipping and all that. I mean, it's 30%. No, we were That's doing free shipping. But no, well, I'm saying from a cost perspective for you, so for the anyway, seller. Just, just in the tax he would have had to pay, um, it was cheaper for him to rent an economic vehicle, drive over, stay the night in Portland at a hotel, and drive back. It was cheaper yeah. to do it that way and still pay what we were basically asking for and a hell of an experience i mean you get to meet yeah. a lemire i mean for god's sakes that's, <laughs> I, that's we exchange it. numbers and now we yeah. text all the time it's huge you <laughs> might even be watching i don't know all right well there's the hall okay so that's a great finality uh finale to what we i don't know we st we had a goofy video you guys were there for us yes. and the best part is andy, andy what we kept we we kept a bunch of card backs we sold a few card backs to that fella and beyond but um we got a bunch yeah. of hardbacks so our, get to get into our collection and stay tuned for what we do with those because we've got some ideas that'll involve you. You get to join us on this quest. The hall is not over. It's just another stepping stone. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to see what I got, I've got a couple things. I'm going to rip them out real quick. And then I think we would be remiss 
if we didn't just take like a round robin take of the three of us from a collector standpoint, we're all collectors here. Pete, mm-hmm. I, you want to play amateur, go for it. But I've seen all the <laughs> shit you've got. So <laughs> enough of that. Um, uh, uh, so I would, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't go around and just kind of talk about the future of collecting based on the season finale of the Mandalorian. But here you go. I've got, I'm going to do a, a, a double step. I'm going to go fast. Not a lot of backstory here. Andy already told it. We met a guy. I got a nice graded Luke. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. Little Luke action. Very yeah. sharp. Very sharp. He gets a solid grade. Of, what is that? 75. 75. Yeah. He yeah. gets a 75. And if you really want to see, it's, oh man, I have to, oh, if my camera will cooperate. It's right up here. There's a little nick on his bandana. His, his uh, Rambo bandana has a mild <laughs> nick. That's where the wampa got him. That's where the wampa yeah, got him. It's, uh, it's all. It's all. And so Andy uh, hit me up for these. He's like, hey, he's got some nice graded figures. Here's a price. And I agreed to them. And again, they were, they were decent. They were right in yeah. the eBay range, but a little below. And then I have this fella. This is a baggied Ooh. emperor in a case. Now, here's the deal. I love the Pala boys. I'm going to pitch some crap on on uh, Mark, though. Not shabby. <laughs> Darth Mark. <laughs> He's like, I don't... Uh, hold on. Here's my best uh, in the UK. I don't understand putting them in a case. Putting them in, <laughs> loose, I don't understand grading a loose fit, yeah. I don't know. Is that a, that's, that's, uh, that's very cockney. I, I believe yeah. it. I thought for a moment. <laughs> you grow up on the streets looking for, looking for crumbs? Is, is that where you grew up? Like Darth that- Mark will be out. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Um, so, and God bless Robin Hood. God bless Robin Hood and his ability to interchange so, the pots to the uh, Ewok wagon. So, Josh, um, there's a yes. there's a sticker that you can mail away for an Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, that is right it, on that. That, uh, that is what you have. You you got the Palpatine in its Kenner Kenner baggie. It came in a little cardboard box, and that right. was inside in the baggie. So that's what you have. That's what's graded, and that's why. And it's and it's a high grade. What eighty five? That's pretty high. That is um, that is that is a grade I didn't point out. It's an eighty five. Let's see if and, I can hit it. Oh, it's so and, hard here. Yeah, you'll see. And I know oh, you're man. a Palpatine fan. Looking right over your shoulder, you got that uh, Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott. Uh, yeah, he's right there. He signed it for me. He's the only living one back there right now because now Prowse and Bullock are out. And it's Neil. Only- hey, it's- Merry Christmas, Neil. Hey, oh, Neil. How are positivity. You? Hey. Neil's in here. <laughs> Isn't it very early for him? It is yeah. very or very did Neil, late. Did Neil other. have to catch my terrible English accent? Yeah, uh, we already saw <laughs> Frammy said, don't quit my day job. Oh, sure and, won't, mate. Oh, I never had one to begin with. Frammy yeah. says you're on the it, wrong man. end of England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by, and by that, proper. I think he means, Do I need to get more proper? Do I need to I change think, my English up? That's think, the best. Uh, uh, yeah. I think that I think the wrong end means Australia. Actually, I, I see. Think, yeah, so. it's terrible. Um. Anyway, uh. So those <laughs> those are the two items, and I will just do one more because they showed up. I know. Let's I do it. I know someone, I'm going to do the biggest of the three, and I'll do the rest later. Actually, I'll give the rest of my wife to wrap. Uh. But Mark, if since I have a Mark in here, the shabby one, don't quit my day job. I'm opening the box right now. I even cut it. I cut it in front of all of you. Oh, that's when you use your muscles. Here we go. Oh, we have yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I got. So it makes Shabby happy. I wanted this guy when I first saw him, especially as a reformed uh, Black Series collector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blammo. Ooh, it's not a trap. It's not a trap, especially in this box. Oops. Look at that. Oh, that's I, awesome. I hit the wrong button. Sorry. You did. You did. That's Look at great. Him. Look at him. He's so handsome. <laughs> it's not a trap. Now tell me, do you believe that I have a tan right now? I feel like I have a tan. He needs a Remember sweater. We, uh, we had a tan <laughs> conversation between the uh, uh, Last Jedi Akbar and the Return of the Jedi Akbar. It appeared it appeared he'd maybe been to a tropical a tropical planet. He he looked a little more tan. He just he just put but on see, color. But see, but see, like a fried calamari. Well, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, though, I is it with uh, Shabby has a damn video about it. Shellfish, don't they go in reverse? Like if you put them in hot water, they turn brighter. And there if they're go. colder, they're darker. So maybe he was just chilly. Maybe okay. he went to Hoth. Well, you know, when you get older, you get colder, right? You wear sweaters more and, and you wear your long johns underneath. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Neil, uh, Framie says that I sound more like Neil and... Uh, uh, and his into the country. I don't know your country. Yeah. I mean, come on. How many accents can you have within like you know three hundred like, square miles? There's like three or four. I mean, there's as many as there are in the states. You know, we got the largest navy. Um, all right, here we go. Look who! Uh, look who! Else oh, yeah. <laughs> Very pretty. Wow. Oh, look at her. She's gorgeous. So I'm sure Mark already has video about this. But these just showed up in my house, so I'm happy. I'm happy for them. Um, the greens, the greens, and the boxes are why I went with them. I've got a couple more Entertainment yeah. Earth boxes. I'll open those later, uh, but uh, I'm super excited because I feel like diving after the Return of the Jedi stuff. I thought was a good idea, especially given the last episode we saw on the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I think that we're going to we're going to see a big run on a green saber, Luke's. Just saying. That's my collector yep. tip for you. If you've got a green saber, Luke, uh, if you've got a hot toy Return of the Jedi, Luke, I bet the value on that is going up quite a bit too because they don't make those anymore. Uh, you know, you know what? I will tell you that I have already seen on eBay the price of Boba Fett's and and Jedi Luke's increasing. Really, I've already seen it. Already seen it. You could yep. get a nice Hong Kong Boba Fett with its blaster. For 50, 60 bucks. Yep. Right? And that's been the case for a few years, but it's it's creeping up 70, 75, 80, and people are paying it. So Pete, what's the most you've ever paid for a collectible? Just most I've ever paid for a collectible. That's a good yep. question. Um what's your top price tag? I I think it's probably honestly, it's probably the um um uh, the maybe the the Kylo Ren lightsaber. I don't. I don't. I haven't bought anything really crazy. I haven't gotten anything. So um, you have a threshold then. So you're okay with like two hundred yeah. bucks and below. That's where you go, right? Yeah, about two to two fifty is about as high as I'll go. Well, yes, there's so. a lot of schools of thought on that because you can buy more items if you use that two hundred for good. Like if you right. buy twenty dollar items, right? Like right. one two hundred fifty dollar item or. Uh, five, five fifty dollar items or ten, you well, know, twenty dollars. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny though because as I as 
as I told you guys, and I'm trying to back out of the pop thing. I'm trying to sell some of the pops. I'm trying to get it because those, those were the other side, right? They were too damn easy to pick up for nine, 10 bucks a piece. uh, Sometimes less depending on where you were, sometimes a little bit more. And you know, when you're, when you're standing in line at a store and you, or you go on Amazon and you, you you pay 20 to $30, it doesn't feel bad. And then um, next thing you know, you've got, 150 of them and you do the math and you you wonder what you could have done well and that's why we talked about how collectible they are and collectible was one they display nicely they've they've got built-in stands you know they all that and and two and three their price is awesome like you're like you said you walk in with 10 bucks you got a toy you walk in with 20 you got two you walk in on the right day you might have three you know because they might have a buy two get one free so uh that's 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 why pops were so attractive are so attractive right they run their course right yeah you got to grow up to a to an adult you know, type well, of, but, but that's the funny toys. thing now. Like, so I've stopped. Adult, adult toy, I'd, like Andy. I've, I'd like to, not adult toys. Uh, I, I'd like to say I've stopped with the pops, but I've kind of focused on just Mandalorian pops now because the damn Black Series, which I know you said you'd never get into, and I said I would never get into. And now I said I was I, getting out, and now I'm back. Yeah, there's something about the Black Series figures that's very attractive. So, you know what? I think I think this is actually a great segue here for what pete you shared with me earlier today about an article you had read so yeah just for everybody would you would you share the premise of that article here with us real quick yeah it's a it's an article uh on polygon so it's you know it's not like hard-hitting reporting or anything like that but the 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 headline is star wars toys keep changing and leaving kids behind and it's an interesting concept where um they dig into you know who are the toys for nowadays, right? And and who's who's buying which ones? And and you know they do talk about black series. They talk about this, the vintage series. They talk about all the different series. But what's interesting that they point out is it's all characters that we know, right? It's all the main characters. You don't see. Um, uh, you don't see Cla- uh, Claude. Well, you don't see many at all. From what, the interesting part of, uh, about the article, the thing that pulled me in was the comment that they made at the beginning, where they said, "Not only was the rise of Skywalker the end of the Star, the Skywalker saga, but it was also the end of the Star Wars marketing machine as we had seen it." And and you know, it was the first Star Wars movie that didn't really have its own line of Star Wars toys, and. But the, the point that the article makes is that now that the toys are are they're they're not made for for kids, right? I mean, and I go through it all the time and I hate to admit it, but it's 100 percent true. You know, my Black Series figures, my eight year old son comes in and he sees them and he's like, oh, daddy, I want to take this one out. And I'm like, ah, we're not going to take that one out of the box. Um, you know, for Christmas, I got him a couple because they're they're kind of cool and 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 they're 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 really high details but they're not made for playing in the sandbox right which is the toys that we had when we were kids i think the other thing that the article doesn't really go into but i think is 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 true is kids play very differently than they used to as well right so i mean yeah my son will play with his action figures but he'd rather spend time playing fortnite or or jedi fallen order than he would you know fly in a uh Millennium Falcon around the living room. So, um, but it's interesting because they are right in that the the toys, the collectibles. I mean, look at it. Are, are you when you were a kid? Would you have you would have killed for a stormtrooper helmet 
but it was it would have been one hundred twenty dollars, right? And that's that was completely out of reach. That that was not for kids. That was a, I mean, these things on my shelf, these aren't for. They're not designed for kids. One of the best quote in the article though is: uh, "Adult toy collectors have more money and about the same impulse control as children," which is one hundred percent correct. Um, I mean, so what, what's your thoughts, Andy, on on where we are with toys? Because you know, we were saying at the beginning, like those those dark sabers when they first hit, they were hard to get the first couple weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now you you go into Walmart and they're six, seven deep on the hook. Um, mm-hmm. And but why do you think that is? Well, I have a couple thoughts here. You know, the reason why I started collecting was just to have the cool stuff from when I was a kid, you know, that I couldn't have, (coughs) excuse me. And, um, and so that was, you know, selfish motivation, but whatever, I mean, whatever, if you collect anything, it's partly selfish, partly to, you know, create an atmosphere of comfort in your own dwelling, you know? So, um, you surround yourself with things you love. We say that all the time. Um, but, (laughs) <laughs> the toys, if you look at toys from when we were kids, they are a lot different than toys nowadays. They're a lot more articulated. They're a lot more detailed. There's more, um, it, it's, some might even say they're a little cheaper now mm-hmm. too, you know, so, along some lines they are, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, but when we were kids, you know, we had, we had the five point articulation figures, you know, shoulders, hips right. and, and neck, yep. you know, and a gun or a, an accessory. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, you buy a black series and there's maybe two or three um, accessories. Uh, there's what, 24 points of articulation or something like that. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, they're made. Some things are way better than they used to be. But uh, I don't think kids care. You know, I, I don't think kids care that much. If I think a kid, like if you were to give me a six inch black series when I was six, I would have played the heck out of it. And I would have lost the accessories and yeah. they would have been buried in a mud puddle out in my front yard. And, you know, just like all of my other G.I. Joe and Star Wars stuff was, too. I would have I would have loved it because it's, it's a lot more lifelike looking than the three and three quarter inch figures, but now the three and three quarter inch figures are just mini black series versions. They're, they're so, and so when you, when, what, tell me what you think about this idea. When we who see how cool these things are now think back to when we were kids, we don't want to take them out and damage them and, and play with them knowing that there's so much, cooler now like a vint, uh, vintage collection three and three quarter inch uh luke skywalker return of the jedi you know has the same look and feel as the original but it is it can do so much more and 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 because you remember how it was then and you see it now it's like no i'm gonna keep that on a card uh, and and so Yes, we're the ones with the money that we're spending, not the not the grade school kids, obviously. And what we are doing now, we're 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 throwing our our own grade school memories on these things that are coming out now and and preserving them because of how we felt about our kids or our toys when we were kids. 
Like yeah. we're projecting yeah. on that a little bit. That's that that may not be the case, but I just was kind of thinking like, well, why else? Why else, A, would adults be more into toys than kids? And, and that's what they allege, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I just mm-hmm. I just don't think that – I think there's more collectors now than there's ever been. And so toy companies like Kenner, Hasbro, um, uh, you know, what, whoever else is making Star Wars stuff has to also not only think about kids, but think about adults as well so that, that, that it covers the full range. I, I don't disagree. I think uh, Frammy put it up there and I liked it, uh, which was uh, something about kids aren't as analog with their toys as we used to be, right? They're yeah. super digital. Yeah. There is a ton of uh, information coming at them, entertainment coming at them via either mom's cell phone or the cell phone you bought them or the iPod you bought them mm-hmm. that gives them all the same features without the calling. You know, I mean, that's the deal. My girls, now I have girls, so I almost wanted to ask Pete, like, okay, you've got a boy. From a Star Wars perspective, yep. let's be honest, that's that's more of a boy's toy, at least with the, the things that they put out there. I know yep. that we made, you know, great inroads with, with Ray and, and, and for the girls to want to play with that. And by all means, Ahsoka. Do. Ahsoka yeah. yeah. It's amazing stuff, but, but honestly, it's, it's a male predominant, uh, sure category. Yep. So I would almost ask like, did your boy ask you for star Wars toys or did he ask you for a star Wars video game? I mean, I think those are the, that's what we're kind of comparing right now. What's interesting is, is he's kind of in the, in the camp of both like he'll play the video game but it's really fun to watch him you know i i do you know i've, I've given in on a couple of the black series because he just loves them and he should i mean that's why i have them on the shelf i'm looking at them and i'm like wow that uh that's a really cool looking stormtrooper and eventually it just makes sense to let him play with it um and it is weird because the collector brain is like oh no 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 don't don't lose that gun and don't mm. take the uh, backpack off because you're never going to see it again but it's so worth it when I see him, you know, because the his 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 brain is in a, a different place than ours. Like we we got the Christmas train going around the tree, and, and who's on that Christmas train? Well, uh, we have uh, uh, Commander Greek, we have Boba Fett, we have uh, Venom, and we have uh, the Elf on the Shelf, and they're all playing together and fighting each other and going around the tree. On the, but you know what? He is having that makes me happy. So it's so I great know. to see, right? And that's that's the fun, and that's what the that's what it should be. And then and that's why sometimes I look at you know these boxed. But what the hell am I going to do with a boxed Zeb? Right it's <laughs> there forever and, until he's too old to care about it, and then he's going to keep it in the box. And I don't know. So uh, it's it's a quandary because. I, I want him to have fun with it. And and I, like I said, I mean, Santa's going to be bringing him a couple of Black Series figures this year. And I'm just going to have to sit there and know that the, the gun will be gone or eaten by the dog by, you know, 12. Yeah, o'clock. well, you just well, have to accept it. I mean, think about the major quandary here, though. The major quandary that's so much difference, different between when we were kids is you've got this. We're, we're in a weird spot uh, from a from a retail perspective. You've got this overlay of of online ordering and in-store shopping. Well, by the way, the number one toy provider from a brick and mortar retail, you know, standpoint was Toys R Us. It's gone. So there's, and then Walmart maybe could have been like the backup to that. Like, okay, Walmart can, can, can bring in the, the massive volume 
that it might take to kind of compete with the Toys R Us, but they haven't. Target could be included in there. So from a window shopping, from a Sears catalog perspective, we don't have that any longer. Kids don't have that any longer. Right. Kids have online, which they're getting a ton of. It's fine. They got their online YouTube, all that. If they're watching these shows on there, they're getting pummeled with advertisements. But the but the way kids look at toys and how they are part of their lives is completely different than ours. Ours right. were they're the only thing that kept us alive in between yep. regularly regular scheduled programming. Now right. that doesn't yep. exist. Regular scheduled programming is whenever you turn it on, you know, yeah, it's you can live, watch whatever, yeah, whenever. Boom, boom, boom. So, so toys are toys are almost a convenience for whenever I get tired of all the stuff that's being thrown in my face. So Fr- Framie said it right. It's it's a more it's less analog than we were were kids. And so the next statement that's correct is, yeah, a lot of these collectibles toys are targeted at us. We're the ones that have that mindset that won't take them out of the box. We'll buy two. Right. Right. Well, one of the questions I asked, I was talking with one of my guests on the show at one point, we were talking about why Star Wars has bred collectibles collectability so much and i think it's this desire to own something from that universe right to um to have the physical manifestation of something that you've seen on the screen and that's that's what i see with with jack my son is and the ones that he's attracted to they, he doesn't care about poe or finn or ray mm. black series figures he doesn't care about those he loves anything with armor anything mm. that looks cool and and then well it, he doesn't they don't go on adventures they blast the hell out of each other right they <laughs> he he recreates clone wars battles in in the living room but what's also interesting is i think the other big difference in toys and you were saying it with the screens and it's a to me it's it's a big difference like we had video games they were crap but you could only play them on the television right, right. and up until five years ago right the only time you could play a video game was if you were at home and then you would take your action figures with you to grandma's or wherever you, you were go. going. Yep. And that you'd be, you'd entertain that yourself. held you over. That literally right. was, it literally was like your, like your, you know, your, uh, uh what do they call of, that? Yeah. Cause there's only, placebo. there was, it was, there was only three channels to get you back to the drug. That's what it right. was. And yeah. Now, right. There were, there were only three channels you could watch anyway. And one of them was public access. And the other right. one, uh, grandma had Lawrence Welk show on. Well, so. that's what I was going to say. I love Pete pointing out that like the TV, dude, you had to kick your dad or your grandpa off the TV right. to <laughs> right. get your video game on. And that was not happening during regular business hours. Like, right. and those right. were from the family from time. 5 PM to 10 PM. You weren't kicking anybody off that TV. They're like, yep. Oh, no 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 here's your stupid toys you go play yeah. with those you're like i just want to play zelda and they're like no yeah. get out of here and, and I, I will say as as the the father of an eight-year-old who has all the toys that i wish i had from legos to video games to star wars toys he's he is now he will literally say oh there's nothing to do and i'm like oh my god if i was eight i would be in the basement right now i would have i would have built a lego fortress for all these action figures that i have but it's it's a completely different mindset there's a different entertainment value which you know to bring it back to the original point of the question um these toys are made for us because we these it truly is collecting and it's reconnecting and it'll be interesting to see where this goes in 20 years right where where the next generation will go will that what what will jack look back on and want to collect like you guys said you collect because you wanted that piece of your past what's the piece of his past that he's going to be looking for (laughs) 
You know, I, I, I Pete, I, let's go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say this is anecdotally. So I, you know, I have a, I have a four, seven and 13 year old and uh, the 13 year old hasn't ever really, I mean, he enjoys star Wars. We watch Mandalorian together. He's really into that. And we've seen the movies together, all that. He yep. loves the animated series. He's never really been into figures. Um, black series, vintage collection, vintage. I've tried to give him some vintage ones in the past. And like he, he kept the Boba Fett and Chewie and Luke, but he really couldn't be bothered with uh, Ewoks or C-3PO or, you know, Nikto or, you know, it just like, he's not a figure guy. He loves the Legos though. Right. He is all in on Legos. And today he sent me a text that said, how about that dark saber for my birthday? Mm. <laughs> and, and it was the first time he's ever asked for a star Wars specific item. He'll take Legos of any kind. He loves the star Wars Legos. I know that, but um, it's the first time. And it happened today that he's asked for a star Wars specific item for a Christmas or birthday gift. And I hope he's not watching, but he's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, we've gone. I can't believe we've gone this far past our normal, normally scheduled time. There's so much to talk about. And that what's great is we didn't even talk the finale, which kind of spurned all of this, you know, which I don't think we should. I think we're the only live stream yeah. uh, that isn't. So that's good. That's we're fine. just talking yeah. toys. I don't think we should. I think we talked about it a lot last week. I'm still just kind of getting into it. I'm and and the only thing I'll say about last week's uh, show that makes me so happy and excited is I think it is the continuation of a of a rich and happy and plentiful and you can choose what you want you know, a collectible experience for all of us. And that's why we're here. I think we're going to see toys from, from areas and, and genres of toy, you know, that are just going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. I think we have Mando Mondays for a long time. And that gives me a lot of hope and it makes me excited. Of course, we're not going to buy everything, but man, how, if you would have gone back even five years ago, if you go back 10 years ago, this wasn't an option for us. Our right. options were our options were the were the select kind of sites we didn't know about, which are now, thank God, because they're so good, like Entertainment Earth and and Zam. Yep. I always say Zami or Zavi, Zavi, uh, and and Amazon and Target who got on board yep. and and GameStop who got on board that are providing us with these avenues to to buy awesome collectibles to share them with each other. Um, I've got more in boxes down here. As a matter of fact, I'm doing the first time ever on Hollow Chronicles. We're going to end the show. And then I'm going to stay on. I'm going to open these other two boxes. So if you want to hang out, but I'm cutting it. Like I'm cut, I'm clipping the show on Shows YouTube. Over. The show's over on YouTube. I'm going to clip the show on YouTube. It'll end with our end screen. This will be a little after hours. And I'm just going to chill and we're just going to open a box together. I'm not going to have my radio voice. Because this is actually how I sound. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, no, but hold on. Before we go, we got there you go. Thank you. Oh, hey, Sam, thank you so just much, a bro. shout out to Sam here. Uh, thank you so much, bud. We appreciate this is why we do it for guys like you, man. I appreciate everybody that stuck with us in the chat tonight so and good. listening on the rewind. Josh, Pete. We really need to appreciate right now as Star Wars fans because 
because whether we've been able to pre-order or find things in the wild or buy on eBay, secondary markets, this is a fantastic time to be a Star Wars fan. And I want you to think right now at how unique this is, given our recent past, that everybody is back on board. Mm. We're all back on board with Star Wars. The dissension that we've had over the last five, six years, it's really like we're really trying to find things to nitpick about in The Mandalorian, which is incredible. Right. We're really we're we're like, "Hmm, you know, I don't know about this anime idea in the future. You know, like we're really, (laughs) really nitpicking about small things. There is right now there's no major gap. There's no divide that you're one side or the other. And if you are, it's because you're trying to pick something up that we talked about four years ago. You know, and so right now is such an awesome time to be a Star Wars fan. We are back together. It is 1980 once again in the fandom. And it's I'm super excited about where we go next because there is something for everybody. And if you don't like it, move along. You'll find something else. (laughs) My Little Pony has a reboot coming. Um, Pete. (laughs) I'm going to start a podcast on this. Yeah, and why not? I mean, let's get on in a track where nobody's listening. Um, <laughs> Pete, where can everyone find you? <laughs> thank you so much uh, for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. This was a, a ton of fun. The yeah, Pony you Pod. Can find, you can, <laughs> you can look for me on at at my little pony pete <laughs> uh, you can you can find me you can find me on twitter at i'm buying ATG that domain cast. right now <laughs> uh at atg cast that's uh the best place to find me i'm usually rambling about something star wars related and telling you about my show and of course around the galaxy we're going live we're starting we're going to do the next couple mm. start making them live events so if you're here on mondays and you don't have anything to do on Tuesdays. Come on over. We have uh, tomorrow night. We have uh, uh, Adam Frazier from um, Slash Film. He's going to be joining us. And you just saw his collection on your guys' show recently. Yes, you did. And, yes, you did. Uh, and you're going live with that guy. So you're saying the people in our chat right now could hop yes. over tomorrow, hop yes. in, and ask Adam Frazier from Slash Films questions. Yes, you can. We're gonna do. You know, we'll we'll start with getting to know his little Star Wars story. But I want to dig in with him. He's got some some ideas as to what we're gonna see in the Acolyte and mm. where the Boba Fett series is gonna go. So I wanna I wanna get his perspective on that. So we'll have a lot of fun with that. But uh, thank you for having me, guys. This is fun. This was That's uh, a good time. Really great. It's a good time. It's, it's always good it, to have Pete on. Always. And then don't forget to stick around if you want to see Josh open up. Yeah, some things. we're doing an after but hours. According to Matt, that's what he called it. After hours. Thank you for after. tuning in to the Hollow Chronicles podcast, episode 62, the final Mando Monday. Josh, go ahead and take us out of here. We'll see you in a minute.